Hi everyone. Well, this is one of those weeks where all of those extra projects that I'm doing has kind of gotten in the way of the podcasting. So it's a solo with me. I had originally hoped to rebroadcast um, podcast number 16, which was called What Lies Beneath the Feelings and Needs That Are Underneath Children's Behavior. And it's one of my favorite podcasts, so I strongly urge you, encourage you to go take a listen. But in the meantime, I'm going to walk you through the article that I wrote after we recorded that podcast because it was was one of those things that just reminded me of how important it is to be on the same side as our children and to try to approach them with deep empathy and understanding, or at least the benefit of the doubt that says, even though I have no idea why you're acting this way, I'm sure there's a really good reason. So um, what, what I love was that it all started with a Facebook post that was a picture of an iceberg And it was the idea that what we see in children's behavior is only the tip of the iceberg. And what is underneath that are layers and layers of feelings, needs, and huge developmental learning. Um, Children are only getting acquainted with these complex emotions. So it's no wonder that um, there isn't this really clear translation from what lies beneath to what we really see. After we played this podcast or had this conversation with these three amazing moms who I adore, I realized that you do know your children best of all. Um, What you don't have time to do, though, is to really sit back and pause and think about what works, what doesn't work, um, what makes sense knowing your child and knowing the environment and the circumstances that are creating um, you know, this perfect storm of behavior. So I do believe that um, the emotional intelligence that we have for ourselves and we're trying to teach our children is the cornerstone of the understanding. And that it, a lot of it is trial and error, but that it really does make sense once we give ourselves permission to be the ones that really understand our children. So here are my thoughts when I wrote the article, What Lies Beneath Understanding Children's Behavior. If you just Google Karen Deerwester and What Lies Beneath, you'll find it. It's on sunsentinel.com. So yes, toddlers and preschoolers really do act in ways that are completely contrary to their needs. They're exhausted, but instead of putting their heads down and falling asleep, they bounce off the walls. Or you see them getting a bit mean and ugly, lashing out at everyone and everything around them at a time when they most need hugs and gentleness. Or they negotiate with the tenacity of a hard-edged attorney when what they really need help is is getting out of a relentless no-win spiral that none of their solutions work for. So the mom who requested the podcast, and remember that's podcast number 16, said, I didn't know I needed to be a psychologist to understand my preschooler's behavior. (sighs) I know, it feels so overwhelming. It feels so complicated. Um, And yes, we've got all of that child development theory and all that psychological literature, but reality is that you do know your children best of all. And all you need is that time Um, patience 
um, to really help them figure out how to become themselves in this big new world that they're trying to fit into. So when your child acts like a creature from another planet, just welcome them home. Try not to scream in horror or scrunch up your face in shock because what ends up happening is you, you end up getting that like shrieky screaming sight of Gertie in the E.T. movie when she first sees E.T. So it only confuses your child and upsets your child for you to have that big emotional reaction that says, hey, I think you're acting like an alien because your child really needs to feel um, like they are at home in their body and in themselves and in this situation, whatever it is with you, even though you don't understand it for the moment. Um, the, the article um, that was posted on Facebook um, came from a parenting writer in Portland named Kelly Bartlett. And she said, start with feelings. What's really going on under, underneath a child's behavior is is, a, is, is, is this deep feeling. So are they feeling loved? Are they feeling satisfied? Are they feeling confused? Are they feeling detached? Are they feeling safe and secure? Are they feeling sad? Are they feeling connected? Are they feeling angry? Are they feeling joyful? Do they think they can do this for themselves? Do they feel capable? Do they feel nourished? Do they feel like they belong and are respected? Like they have power? like they're included, like they're valued, that they're understood, and they matter. So there's a list, and the list is in the article if you want to just post it on your refrigerator. But it's that idea of what's your child feeling? Um, because when they're feeling angry, that's a different response than when they're confused. Um, one gives them information, another might give them an outlet to express that anger, um, so then you can come back and do problem solving and other options after. If they're feeling loved, um, and maybe just a little bit precocious, then you can just give them the wink wink and say, yeah, I know what you're doing with me. Um, but if they're not feeling secure and attached, maybe because it's a challenging time developmentally or because they're setting expectations of what they're trying to accomplish, then you wanna make sure that you've got a deep connection that says, I am here on your side while you're going through this struggle and I can help you. So yes, um, young children need us, the loving grown-ups, to help them manage and understand all these crazy feelings. So first step always, pause for emotions. And once you have a sense, then you can ask the question for yourself and for your child, can I help? Um, sometimes your child wants help, sometimes your child does not want help. So don't try to be a fixer if your child doesn't want help because um, until they're ready to collaborate with you, to hear you, to see you, um, until they're ready to ask for that help, th it might just be too soon. And we all know that feeling when we just want to stomp our feet and say, no, no, nobody understands me. That's, that, that's a likely and plausible explanation for some of your child's behavior. If your child is confused though about what's going on, then she might need an explanation or reassurance that things are okay, even if they feel wacky to her. So if your child's angry, help understand 
why things aren't the way he wants them to be or why they can't have that pair of scissors to go running down the street with. Yeah, you're angry I'm saying no, but uh, it's a really good safe no that I'm giving you. And so then your child just has to work through some of the, the distress and the frustration. So children do need help learning how to think and feel at the same time. First, sometimes they might have to have a meltdown or explosion first, then they can think and act. But thinking and feeling together is a really big complicated skill that many of us are still learning. So we know that you don't want your child to feel angry, sad, powerless, confused, or even worse, unloved. And yet these are feelings that are their own and are part of becoming a person who's living in the real world. And I don't mean the real world in like have a reality check. I mean the real world in the sense of a person who has deep feelings, emotions, and is a, is a person and a human being. That's the real that I mean instead of sort of Facebook cute children. Um, but they still deserve respect, kindness, and empathy for being little people with feelings, and they need help learning emotional literacy, that emotions can be celebrated and understood, not ignored, dismissed, or fixed. So um, in the article I write, so feel free to stop reading this right now and go watch the Disney film Inside Out. It explains everything. It even explains why sadness is a hero. So if your child is two or three, they might be too young to really get the full benefit of Inside Out, but it's a great movie for parents to give yourself the reassurance um, of how those emotions work together and, and that we don't have to censor them or get rid of them. Um, so after, after you go to the, to the depth of the feelings, then start thinking about basic needs. Ask your child, ask yourself, or sometimes you just have to guess, what does my child need right now? Is she hungry or sleepy, reacting to overstimulation, or some way uncomfortable in a physical way? It could be the tags in the clothes, the ridges on the socks, it could be constipation. So all of those are really different behavioral responses, again, that means to you have to change the context of the behavior and the situation so that your child can know, yeah, I know you're losing it um, because we're all really, really tired and we're going to get ourselves to a quiet, calm space as easily as we can. And it might also mean if it's an ongoing crisis that, that you might have to change your schedule around for a little while because both children and parents get overwhelmed when they're being, um, when they're overwhelmed and when they're just being pushed a little bit too hard, whether it's for happy scheduling things or just for life. So imagination and downtime and open play, um, really, and I mean open play in the sense of play that is open-ended, where children can sit with Play-Doh or with blocks or um, with fabrics or with pots and pans or, or my favorite, mud, um, where they can really go, or art stuff, 
where they can really go into a calm inner space that, that helps balance out some of those emotions. So highly charged behaviors, irrational behaviors, and moodiness can't be reasoned away or fixed without fixing the underlying problem. Um, so for those times when you can't change the immediate environment, when you're on an airplane, then that's okay. You just have to know that you're going to come with your best comfort and distraction rather than making it a discipline situation. The least you can do is be kind and calm, and your child will discover that that discomfort that feels so overwhelming doesn't last forever. It just feels really yucky in the moment. In most situations, though, you can adjust schedules and routines to help your child manage better. You can change bedtimes, you can have consistent nap times, healthier meal times, comfy clothes and shoes. Children do need adults who keep them safe physically and also keep them safe emotionally. So making those unpopular choices, um, like more cookies, um, when you know that that's just going to make your child escalate into a crazier spiral um, is, is a time to really just say, no, I'm really sorry, but we're going to step back and take a deep breath and find our way to feeling happy again. Finally, I want, what I want you to do is ask yourself what you need or want in this situation. Be very clear that just because you want it or need it doesn't mean that you're in complete control of getting it, but at least your feelings will be acknowledged. Um, I really just want my child to go to sleep. Well, you're not going to be able to get him to go to sleep just because you want it so badly and because you're so exhausted, but at least you can give yourself that little side hug that says, mom, mom, dad, I know you're worn out, you're tired, that this is not the place that you want to be at 2 a.m., um, but rather than beat yourself up or push yourself harder or ask yourself to be more patient, um, or in, in my other favorite phrase, without feeling like you're alone on that sinking boat all by yourself, um, you need to ask yourself, where's your oxygen mask? If you misplaced it years ago, um, you might want to go find it again um, because before you're going to be able to handle the depth of your child's feelings and emotions, you want to really make sure that you're filling up your bucket every day. Um, so take care of yourself first. Okay, maybe not first, but a little bit every day uh, because you can only be emotionally present when you have oxygen to breathe. And parents don't operate any better than children when they're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And remember, hungry, angry, lonely, and tired means halt, H-A-L-T. So stop, take the break, and take care of those basic needs. Sometimes all the things that lie beneath the surface are exactly the reminders we need to, to tweak something in our own routines. If it's not working for you and your child, if you're feeling frazzled and volatile more days than not, then it might be time for a routine change. Um, slow down, add more comfort time, more time for daydreaming, and absolutely more time for play. What lies beneath rarely stays beneath for long. And that's the beauty of being with young children is that 
they're fairly transparent, and eventually whatever's underneath percolates up so that we can have the clarity um, and the confidence to really respond with love to whatever they really need and to show them that we are on their side. So I'm thinking of you guys. If you have any situations that are um, confusing, driving you crazy, um, send me a message on Facebook and maybe we can make it a podcast for the future. So I love talking with you and I appreciate you listening. Have a great week. Bye.